to Mr. Biz Radio, Biz Talk for Biz Owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And uh, we're going to talk about something. I got to I got to be honest with you. I got to start with a, a quick little story and tell you why we have this week's guest on and what you're going to learn from this show. So I was super shy, hated speaking in front of people, even just three or four people. And in college, I did an intern internship with someone who I respect a lot. Asked his, his, what's one thing you could tell me? I got two years of college left, and he said, take every communication class you can. It'll help you in your career, be able to communicate effectively. And it'll help you in your career, you know, bust through some of those glass ceilings that you're going to inevitably come through. And I took that, I took a class, a speech class. Again, I was terrified. We videotaped it. You had to critique yourself. And I mean, to tell you, it was absolutely, when I, awful is not even the right, I, it's not even strong enough. I mean, it was so bad. So I went to the professor and tried to learn from her. Of course, that's what the show was for, or I'm sorry, the class was for in the show. And so I said, gosh, how do I get better at this? And so Throughout the class, I got better and better and throughout the years. And, and now I'm very comfortable getting in front. And matter of fact, I enjoy being up in front of people. I get a lot of energy from it. I love it. And that's why I wanted to talk about, you know, a couple of things we're going to talk about in this week's show. Overcoming the fear of public speaking, which people talk about is one of the biggest fears that everyone has of, of doing. And then we're going to get some tips also from our guests on effective speaking for entrepreneurs and business owners, et cetera. So this week's guest is none other than Dr. Risa Wolf. She's an international TED Talk trainer. Come on, that's, that's someone good, good to learn from on speaking, right? Even though I couldn't speak there. She's a keynote speaker and author with more than 30 years of experience preparing CEOs and their teams to speak with confidence. She's an expert in demystifying and eliminating the fear of public speaking. Dr. Wolf, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. It is a pleasure to be here. You help so many people. It's really nice to be in your world, Ken. Well, I appreciate that, uh, your kind words, and and you help a lot of people too, and especially with this topic. Oh my gosh, like, uh, I wish I'd have known you, you know, many, many moons ago when I was going through my struggles with with that class, especially, oh my gosh. Um, uh, so I guess before we dive into some of the, the meat of everything we're going to talk about, if you would share with us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Hmm. You know how there are some people that when they speak at a meeting, everyone looks at them when they begin to speak and stays looking at them the whole time. They hold people's attention the whole time they speak. Those are the people I studied. And the truth is, I am one of those people. But the difference between them and me is that I know how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I years ago, I started. I worked for the largest and oldest management seminar training company, the American Management Association. And I was a senior trainer for them for 20 years, teaching public speaking classes. And over those years, I was remarkably effective at curing people's public speaking fear. It could be because I have a doctorate in psychology and I threw that in as well. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, you know, use corporate language, but I still, you know, really messed. I took out their scrambled thinking, fixed it, shoved it back in. Yeah. And I thought, geez, I'm so good. I'm getting these evaluations. I'm going to be a keynote speaker at conventions. And I did do that. And I did make the big money. But this is what I realized. I have a skill that's even better than that. And that is, I know how to make anyone in the room speak on stages with confidence. And that's what I've been doing 
for a long, long time. Now I've, I've trained TED Talk speakers, as you said, and I see people, really high level people, or people who want to move up high level or business owners for public speaking. And it's usually because they have some big talk coming up. <laughs> Otherwise they never would have sought someone for this. But boy, lives, lives are changed. As soon as you take out the crazy that doesn't belong there and fix it, wow, what a difference. Yeah, and you know, not only is it important for you know the vast majority of our our, our viewers, our listeners, our, our entrepreneurs, business owners, but even on the corporate side of things, as I mentioned, I benefited from taking those communication classes because I got to J.P. Morgan and I started to rise through the ranks. I got to a certain place where you you know became more of a leader and you had a bigger sphere of of, of influence and being able to stand up in front of you know at first it was a hundred people. And then as you continue to grow, it's a 500 people. And then you're given 1,500 people. And then you're up in front of 10,000 people. And if you don't have the confidence, you know, someone uh, someone told me one time, they said, look, you could be absolutely brilliant at whatever your area of expertise is. But if you cannot communicate it effectively, no one's ever going to know. And matter of fact, if you can't communicate effectively, they may think that you're an idiot. Because you you just can't speak. You don't have any sort of charisma, no, no drawing factor. And so as you're trying to communicate what you know and your expertise, they're like, this person, the uhs and the ums and all those different things that make up, you know, are challenging for people a lot of times in public speaking. It makes you look way less intelligent than you probably are. And so, you know, getting through those things, I found was something that really helped my career, even on the corporate side of things now, especially you know, I'm a speaker. I do, I give key, keynotes. I have the show here. Um, you know, I'm I'm always I'm interviewed constantly, uh, and I would never have been able to do that. You know, I don't get callbacks for interviews, um, and I'm not trying to brag, but I, you know, people wouldn't call me back if it was terrible. That's how I. That, that's my vote of confidence, yeah. Doctor Wolf. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, completely. And actually, I'll bet everyone here listening knows someone who is not as good as them, not as talented as them, not as much skills, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But because they speak well, they get the standing ovations, they get the gigs, they get the contracts, they get the favor of the people, of your, of your bosses. And to even the playing field, there are two things. One, you have to learn how to write. You have to learn how to deliver not only the ideas, but also the body language, the voice, all of the stuff that makes a person good. And that you can take in a class, that you can read from a book. But what is different that I want to suggest to you and your audience is that you never actually have to be confident. <laughs> and by that, I mean, everyone's nervous the first five minutes. And most people, you know, after the first five minutes, they feel more confident, they act more confident, their body language relaxes, they start gesturing, they start using their voice more. What I suggest to everyone is take five minutes later, you select, copy, and paste it, and just pretend you are that person when you begin. And it could be. The last thing I did was like for 800 people for the state of something or other, it was a big, big, big thing. And I hadn't spoken in person because of COVID in so long. I was not confident the whole entire time. And you can see who I am. I, I look like this. I sounded fabulous. I gave them so much information and helpful stuff. When I stepped off the stage, I went, good job. You know, I want everyone to evaluate themselves. But here's the thing that I want to share with everyone. It's distracting to people when you show your fear and you're all 
you know, bent over and your voice is, you know, don't worry about your voice. Don't worry about your handshaking. No one cares. They're there for your information. So here's my one, my first takeaway. And that is, don't even think about being confident. Just drop that goal. Your goal is to look confident because your physical presence is contagious. You know, when someone's fearful, how you get uncomfortable too, when you're in the audience. Sure. So it's the same thing that when you turn on your best self, it's just easier for people to hear your information. And because you've done the homework of learning how to write, learning how to make user-friendly notes, et cetera, et cetera. Once you, you can say to yourself, well, I know I wrote a good talk. I know it's going to help them. So what? I'll just put on my best self anyway. Look, everyone, when they go to a job interview, turns on their best self. That's the self I'm talking about. You, yeah. when you're speaking at meetings and any other time, this is you. You know, you and I talked about keynotes. I'm going to talk today about just speaking at meetings and just getting business, just closing yeah, deals. Absolutely, Dr. Wolf. Good stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we got to hit break here. Come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. We will talk. Uh, give the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week and continue talking with Dr. Risa Wolf. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz Radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20 plus podcast platforms. Also, video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100 plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. Got a question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. It's time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip is take the risk. Business is like the MMA or UFC. No one goes undefeated. So don't be afraid to take the risk. You and you all heard this many times. It's so cliche, but it is so true, at least so far in my life. You're going to regret what the risks you didn't take as opposed to the things that you did and didn't work out. Because you're going to learn from even the things that don't work out. Of course, you're going to learn from if you approach it the right way. And of course, you're going to do that, right? Right. Okay. Um, so again, we're talking this week with Dr. Risa Wolf. You can find out more on our website, confidentspeaking.com. That's confidentspeaking.com. And also follow her on LinkedIn. Um, so I want to tell you real quick, Dr. Wolf. Um, I So I, I gave a keynote in Miami a few months ago. And the month before, so I, the the the, um, the the subject I was covering was about my, my most recent book. So, I, you know, this is almost, it's not an autobiography, but a lot of it's very autobiographical. So, of course, I know the content, you know, more than the back of my hand, right? But what I did was I, I looked up who are the top 10 speakers, right? And so I found a bunch of different lists, and I picked ones I thought were the best. Like the people that are just, as you mentioned, they're magnetic, right? They could talk to you about 
the paint on the wall and you're like drawn <laughs> leaning in like, oh my gosh, is it, is it gray? Is it a hue of blue? Like what, you know? And I, so I, I vowed that I would watch at least two hours of each of the top 10 speakers. And I sat there and took notes about everything about their hand gestures, about their movement on stage. Were they behind the podium? Did they walk around? At what points did they walk around? How did they emphasize certain points? Um, you know, when, how often do they, they draw the audience in with so, some sort of engagement? Hey, raise your hand if you've done this, or that sort of thing. And I took the 10 speakers. I watched, you know, I was more than 20 hours, but two hours, at least two hours each. And then I got all my notes from all 10 and started looking through and highlighting all the commonalities. And, I, and again, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. Oh my yeah. gosh, there's so many common things. You know, of the top 10 people, I'm like, you know, at first I thought this is gonna be daunting. Like I'm gonna be trying to do too many new things. You know, it's gonna be overwhelming. I'm not gonna remember. But man, there were so many things that were common amongst all 10 of them. And they're in different fields, different industries, talking about different topics, subjects, et cetera but it didn't matter. The things that they popped out, that popped out in my notes that were so common, I'm like, holy heck, I'm going to be so much better just by doing, I'm going to make these, you know, whatever, five adjustments to how I already speak and how I deliver. And it's going to be amazing. And, and you know, I, I, I think it went really well. I got asked back. I came off the stage and the organizer said, you're coming back next year, right? Uh, so I took that, I took that, that it, it went well. Um, and, but I, I want to mention also, you talked about you hadn't been on stage um, because of COVID for so long. I hadn't either. That was the first time I'd been on stage since COVID. And I got up there, I got to tell you, Dr. Wolf, and it was it was a little bit of a, a smile and a, an epiphany for me. I got on stage and I just was like, I, I was 10 feet tall. Yeah. I forgot how much I missed speaking yeah. in front of people. And it was the funny thing about it to me was I remembered my teenage self, late teens, early twenties, that I was like, I'll do anything. I'll jump off a building. Just don't make me get up in front of people. Right. Um, but man, I got up there and I was just energized and I was like, Ooh, I'm ready to go. You know? Um, so I wanted to share that because I, you know, that was an interesting thing for me and, and studying those top 10 speakers and everything. And so I, I wanted to touch a little, again, we're going to talk in the next, uh, uh, um, segment, sorry, geez, trying to read and talk at the same time. In the next segment, we're going to talk about, you know, effective speaking for entrepreneurs and business owners. But if you could, you know, uh, tell us a, some, a couple things, just maybe one or two, three things that we can do to help overcome our mm -hmm. fear of public speaking. I certainly will do that. And, but first I want to comment on your comments and people who just tuned in have just, have just heard Ken say, that he loves to be on stage. It's where he belongs. It's where he comes alive. I, many of us can identify with, you know, when you got in front of these people or when you taught this, you know, everyone, when you find your thing, it's very exciting. I have to take a sip all over a sec. But what you didn't hear in the first segment was that Ken said that he was not a natural speaker. That's what I want you to notice, the contrast, that when he worked on himself to get better at it, he not only got better, but he, look how he enjoys it. And he is not different from you. Don't think, anyone who's listening, don't think you're dumber or less capable. It's not in your DNA. This is a learnable skill. It's like learning an instrument. Just have to do it the whole bunch. In fact, when Ken said there were really just a handful of things that make you better, that's the big reveal today. The big reveal is that you don't have to do a whole lot of things better to be perceived as a very much better speaker. That's why 
I wrote those few things in a book because I want to give it to the world. I think a lot of people now are not speaking up because of fear of public speaking and I fixed it. So the point I want to make to you all to start off with is people who come to me because they're afraid of public speaking, when you say they're commonalities, it's always, if I make a mistake in front of that big group, they're going to think and then fill in the disaster. Right. <laughs> they'll fill in the blank. You know, hate me, not fire me, there goes my career, but lose respect for me. You know, I'm new here, they'll never respect me. And this is what I want to share first. When you're speaking to your friends and you say it's Thursday, no, 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 it's Friday. Or if we're going to meet at 2.30, oh, no, they changed it to 3. And then, But each time you fix it and you keep speaking, that's what you're going to do in front of a large group. It's no different because if everyone left but one person, you could speak to the one person in that large group. And then if another one came in, whatever your comfort zone is and with a small group, the point is there's no such thing as a big group to be afraid of. They're just a bunch of ones who are standing together. That's the kind of information that I've given people. That's my gift to the world. So that's my first takeaway. What do you think of that so far, Ken? I love it. And you know, one of the things that, you know, related, and you had mentioned even in the first segment, I think about, you know, don't worry about being confident. You know, one of the things that I I learned from someone, uh, uh, got sage advice a long time ago was, when you go to speak in an event, especially, or anything, a corporate event or in front of your employees, generally speaking, and maybe unless you're a professor, um, sometimes at least, the audience is there to see you speak. They want to hear what you have to say. You, so don't worry about being confident. Those people wouldn't have their butts in the seat if they didn't want to hear what you had to say. So they want to hear what you have to say. So that should help you know, spur your confidence as well and just, you know, understand that they're here for me. They want what I got. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. And and if the audience is like, if it is a sales group or a group that you're trying to sell to, you know, you're a speaker at a convention, then just know that they might have fancier titles than you and make more money than you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But at that moment, you have information that they don't know about. And this one nugget qualifies you to be in the room. So stop the comparison thing and think, am I there to help people or am I there to make a TED talk? Nah, people just want your stuff. Ken and I are on the same page. Yeah, I love it, Dr. Wolf. Well, so we're talking again this week with Dr. Risa Wolf. You can find out more on her website. That's confidencespeaking.com. Definitely go out. She's on LinkedIn uh, at Risa Wolf PhD. You can find her there. Um, we're going to hit a break here, guys. And when we come back, we're going to pick her brain a little bit more about public speaking and about becoming an effective speaker. Um, because again, you, you even as if you're just leading your business and you get nervous speaking in front of your employees, that comes across in a certain way. And she's going to tell us some ways that we can get better at those things and be more confident when we're speaking in front of a group as a leader, especially, which is critically, critically important. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com. 
Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best-selling books at MrBizBooks.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. And again, we're talking this week with Dr. Risa Wolf. Uh, uh, you just showed your book. Would you show that again, if you wouldn't mind? Oh, twist my arm. No, here. <laughs> so, as Sorry I for the said, people who are listening and not watching. Uh, but... <laughs> So uh, as I mentioned before, I got white hair. I, I, I figure, all right, what have I learned? What can I share? What can I leave on the earth? And it's how to fix public speaking fear to any group at any time. Plus, secondly, how to get attention when you begin speaking and hold it the whole time you're speaking and then close the deal. So because people are afraid of public speaking, I didn't write an academic book. I don't like to read those kind of books. I wrote it as a very simple 100-page book that's a summary of my entire knowledge base. (laughs) And it is called Mr. Bear Speaks Without Fear. Mr. Bear Speaks Without Fear, How to Speak with Authority and Confidence. It's on Amazon. And if you love it, right now I need Amazon reviews. I'd be grateful if you'd write something kind. It's by the way, guys, don't look if you're a loyal listener, I want to make sure you got that right. It's Mr. Bear, not Mr. Biz. Okay. Just make sure it's Mr. Oh, Bear, yes. not Mr. Biz. Oh my God. <laughs> you're gonna sell so many books because of me. <laughs> um well, so you've already given us some tips, but if you would, you know, walk us through some other things that we can do to not only, you know, overcome that fear, but just just in general, being a more effective, you know, speaker when we're speaking in front of of, of whoever we're speaking in front of. I'll outline something that I've written about, and that is that whoever you're going to speak to, the template to write your talk is this. First, it's like a mind map, but the mind map in the very traditional way of doing it. First, put a, a, make a circle and put two horizontal lines you know, to write on. The first one is, who am I speaking to? The second one is, when I'm finished, what is it I want them to do? And then write the middle of your talk. What are the points that would make those people want to do that? It's very, very... Um, a sim- it's, I think, a rather brilliant simplification of how to customize every talk, and they're going to immediately listen because it's written for them. Then, because you've already written what it is you want, so after you do those three ideas, then just brainstorm and, you know, just kind of make lines out of each of those first circles, write ideas, and, you know, once you edit it down, and I'm not going to go into it here, but edit them down, because first brainstorm too many things and edit it down and then you rewrite only what is left and that mind map if you rewrite it clean is going to be could be your notes for your, your speech what i do is i write my talks as a mind map and then i transfer them to an outline and even even if i'm on zoom and people on the listening can't hear see this but i have a little sticky note with uh, an out mm-hmm. you know kind of like an outline <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm showing through the screen 
So yeah. when I speak, I take my whole talk, put just the, because you only need a basic outline, everyone, yeah. uh, put, make a basic outline. I stick it next to the camera from Zoom yeah. and I look brilliant. Yeah. And so, and so will you. So the whole thing is write a talk. Don't think you can wing it. You got where you are because you've been winging it. Congratulations. I'm delighted that you're so skilled. Guess what? For the next step, you actually have to improve yourself. So I would say it's a worthwhile thing to get better at public speaking. Anyway, that's how you write. And then you know, then throw, throw like a sentence or a story or something at the top, just the way that Ken opens his shows where he starts off with a little something and then we get right into the content, the, whoever the guest is. So mm -hmm. he's your role model. You don't have to study 10 speakers. He did. You oh, can copy, what he, copy what this man does. He, 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 every single thing that he says, I go, oh my God, that's true. You know that. That's so good. <laughs> well, I love the little sticky thing. So I, I'm guilty of that as well. And But here's the thing. I, if when I first started doing that, I'm like, I, I kind of felt like a little guilty, like, oh, I'm cheating. Like, no, I'm not cheating, by the way, because what most, well, not most, a lot of people don't know, especially if you haven't done a lot of public speaking, most speakers have a teleprompter. Uh, the president of our United States reads from a teleprompter. Like, you know, the, the event I was just at, um, I, I mentioned before we, we started recording uh, the show today, you know, they had a, this big, huge production. There's five, 6,000 people there. So it had a round circular stage and there were four teleprompters all around the stage. So, and these were, these are big name people. I mean, you would wreck, anyone would recognize the names wow. of these speakers. So it's not cheating. It's, it's being prepared. It's keeping you on point. I know for myself, when I have to get up and speak in front of a big group, I just, I typically will have four points, like just four points only because I want to make sure I don't want to get overwhelmed. I don't want to be looking at my card or whatever it might be. Um, if I have it memorized, it depending on how long it is. Um, but I want to make sure I don't leave anything out. It's, again, I get excited when I get up there. It's not necessarily nervous for me. I get fired up. And if anything, I end up talking too much, um, which is what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> um, people people who are listening don't know that while Ken was saying his story, I, I was like nodding, 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 nodding. <laughs> this man, Listen to what he says. This person knows something. Oh, sorry. Did he hear me say that? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do you have any other questions for me? Yeah. So, so what are some other things we can do? I know you'd mentioned um, uh, like a little, uh, a little story you had about someone ah. very famous that we all know. Here is something that absolutely works. It, although the reason I gave 45 tips when I captured all my ideas in a book is that you read a whole bunch of them and some of them are for you. You know, not mm -hmm. all of them are your menu. So you, but every one of them is a sure thing. The ones that every single thing in the book is a sure thing. People who read this book will be able to speak great and not have fear. But, oh, I digress. So a good thing to do is this. When Oprah Winfrey started on, on television, now, you know that Oprah not only came from Mississippi, but a small town, Mississippi. And when she apparently was already working on her speaking, because when she was in college, she got this gig. On, she graduated to television. Yeah. And uh, it was for news. The only person she had ever seen giving the news who was a woman was Barbara Walters. So she completely imitated Barbara Walters for six years. And then one time she made a mistake when she was on, uh, you know, on the air and she laughed at herself and the real Oprah, the person, you know, married with the skill set, which she now owned. 
So I'm saying to every human who is listening, who is it that you admire, how they speak, and just be them, just imitate them. If you were at a party and I said, imitate that person that you like, you would imitate the person, do that. You're, listen, there are 12 gates to heaven. You have many personalities. You have, you who was at the ball game, you who's nice and polite at a wedding, you have your business self, and this is your performance self. And when you're at a meeting, if you want your ideas heard, learn how to do it. Ken, thanks yeah, so absolutely. much for allowing me to be here. Yeah, no, I, I look, this has been amazing. Um, I, it's it's just, it's such a critical skill. You know, I've preached to, to my daughters. You got to learn this stuff. I mean, it's so important to be able to be, you know, have success in your career, no matter what you do, you have to learn this and be really good at it. Again, we're talking this week with Dr. Risa Wolf. You can, you can find her more on her website, confidentspeaking.com. That's confidentspeaking.com. In her book, Miss, Mr. Bear Speaks Without Fear. Speaks Without Fear. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and on LinkedIn. Dr. Wolf, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I hope I see you again. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, have a fantastic week. And as always, don't forget, cash flow is king. Become part of Mr. Biz Nation. Follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to MrBizRadio.com. If you prefer free video content, visit the Mr. Biz YouTube channel or check out his streaming channel, which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at MrBizNetwork.com. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com.